What is up, all you nerds out there in San Francisco? And thank you for tuning in to episode 68 of the Fan Wars podcast. No relation. You guys all know the drill. We are just some regular old movie fans who love talking sweaty nerd content. And we hope you all enjoy listening to that sort of thing. I'm your host, Josh. And with me today is our resident consultant of Drip, Cody, a.k.a. Bodie Williams. Bodie, what's up? Yo, what's up, you f***ing geeks? Uh, hope everyone got out there and voted today. It is your civil duty to do so. And uh, by that, I mean it is your civil duty. I'm not doing that. Sh- that <laughs> I'm not time for that. But I hope you guys all voted. Uh, nice. Um, next, we got the Dark Lord of the Sith himself, David Odago. David, what's happening? What's up? What's up? Uh, I actually did vote, so I voted for you. Bodie, yeah, I got yeah. you, bro. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And last but certainly, and hopefully least, didn't vote. We got, <laughs> we got. <laughs> you know, you we got Hunter. My joke. <laughs> I was gonna say I did go out and vote, and I canceled David's vote probably more than likely. So on the on the pod, we are net neutral for votes in Texas. <laughs> hopefully, didn't vote. Uh, I need to somehow clip that and make that like the actual intro. Um, <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Today we got some uh, things to talk about. We're finally gonna talk about the boys. It's been long awaited. Uh, the TV show, the boys. We're gonna talk about that. Um, preview some of uh, Black Panther because that comes out this uh weekend and then recap the most recent episodes of andor episodes eight and nine and get into that so yeah gonna be a pretty chill day um which what do you guys want to start with uh let's say andor for last which you you guys want to start with the boys or uh or black i'm gonna actually use my the boys portion of my segment to uh talk about andor more so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, respectfully, like Andor is that good, so I, I'm not opposed to that. But uh, um, but it would be cutting into the boys' time. No, is it that same. that good? It's just, it's it's the same. It's, I'm just using my time yeah, for that. that. Um, suspicious. Yeah, we can talk about the boys real quick. That's yeah, let's let's jump little. into the boys. Whoa, so real quick, we were really, really quick, we were really just waiting on David to finish season three of the boys because hunter and i watched it like as it came out week to week but yeah we haven't talked yeah we haven't talked about the boys ever on this pod i don't think in which is a shame because honestly it's like as far as nerd centric things go it's of the best out there right now um it's the one thing i haven't seen that i'm upset that i haven't seen yeah it's yeah it's one thing that bodie hasn't seen that he actually would probably really enjoy it and actually it's pretty timely i mean it's timely in general but now definitely during election season um yeah it's definitely timely because the boys is definitely like uh political thriller as well as like a superhero comic book show so um yeah, let's jump into it. Um, David, why don't you start us out? Because I remember you started watching The Boys originally and then kind of fell off of it because of the style of show that it is. So why don't you talk about yeah. that? Um, yeah, I mean, I I watched the first season when it came out way back. I mean, how long ago was that? Like Probably like oh, f- three, four years ago? Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was good, but man, it's just a lot. Like I remember <laughs> watching the first season... And it, like, ruined the perception of superheroes for me. You know, like, I was like, damn, I'm glad these, I'm glad these motherfuckers don't exist. I'm like, <laughs> you know? Because, yeah, that was the first time where I was like, okay, it's a good thing that superpowered humans don't exist. You know, like, that's how yeah. good the show gets you. Because it just makes, it's it makes it realistic. It's like, you know, these people are human, and humans are selfish and power-hungry, and uh every now and then you get a guy like uh homelander who's a sociopath and yeah, yeah. so yeah so it, it took me a while to get in back into it because the the first season it's not like it left a bad taste in my mouth but i was like mm-hmm. i gotta be in the right mood to watch this and uh 
when you guys were raving about season three, I was like, all right, I'm gonna get into it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's really good. The storytelling is awesome. Every episode is is full, you know, because I always I always kind of about with the with the Marvel shows that um, it never like one episode doesn't feel like a full story. Yeah, like they write seasons like one long movie instead of each episode being like a mini movie. Yeah, and uh, the boys is perfect, man. Like every episode leads to something new. And it always leaves you with a good cliffhanger, but you always feel satisfied with every episode. Yeah, that makes sense. No, it makes a hundred percent sense. I um, yeah, it's <laughs> it definitely makes you glad that superheroes aren't real because it would exactly be like this, and the superheroes would be out of control, and they would all do whatever they want. And I mean, there's a lot of like Homelander is basically like the negative of Superman. And like, obviously, they have people like Soldier Boys, like the negative of Captain America, like a Soldier Boy and a Captain America in real life. I mean, a Soldier Boy and a Homelander in real life is so much more likely than a Superman and a Captain America just because of the way people are, especially like if from a young age, like they were held up to be as like deities essentially and uh, that yeah so that's what you would get like you wouldn't get a captain america you'd get a soldier boy and you wouldn't get a superman you'd get a homelander and i've always loved that aspect about it but um yeah hunter why don't you uh why don't you step into and uh give your thoughts on the boys the the boys perfectly shows like why superheroes don't need to exist um, it kind of goes back to like our off air conversation when we were talking about, um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And you said I like went evil in like three steps. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much what it was like. Still want my, one of my favorite lines from the boys is, um, Homelander saying, you know, I prefer to be loved, but I don't mind being feared. Yeah. Like that's was so cold and it's just a it's a amazing show like if you haven't seen it you're missing out now granted it is kind of over the top um i mean it's a it's a satire so like it at it's yeah. at its heart it is a satire so like it's going to be a little over the top yeah but um yeah i mean it, oh go ahead were you gonna say something else no that was it oh, okay i was gonna say i it's very it goes back into like what we were talking about, because a, a lot of the basis of the show for um, those who aren't familiar with it, it's there's basically a Justice League equivalent. They're called the Seven and they're led by this superhero named Homelander, who the public sees as like Superman, but he is actually a, like a sociopath and. The seven are privatized by a company that's basically like Disney. And um, the company has so much power and goes so unchecked. Like even the government can't really with the company just because they have so much power, like even without the superheroes, like they have so much power. Um, But yeah, it's it's funny, like because we always talk about the Accords, like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and like how whether the accord like if it like whether those are the accords are viable or not and it, I, this is why i always said like something like the accords would have to exist in real life just because you can't have a private organization of superheroes that literally go on sovereign lands and do whatever the f- they want like you, you just can't have that you can't have that happen especially when they're based like in america you just can't have that happen um but uh, one thing I like about the show is that it's kind of like what a uh, thing we like about Andor. And it's like even the quote unquote good guys, the boys in the show are like a group of guys who are trying to take down the company and the seven like that um, because they know that they're actually all pieces of and horrible people. But um, so the boys are. Even though they're the quote unquote good guys in the show, they do so much bad in 
like the name of the quote unquote greater good. You know, like they do so, especially Butcher. Like Butcher is, <laughs> Butcher and Homelander are such similar characters in ways that neither of them would want to admit. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, like that's an aspect of the show that I like too, is that like, it's so hard to blur the lines of like what's good and what's bad. Yeah, pretty much you bought is Disney. That's the best way. Yeah, it's not even like it's so on the nose. Like they have they have like the Vought land, like Disneyland, basically. And they have like Vought Plus, which is like their streaming service. Like it's it's not at all like it's not at all subtle. Also, their like founder was named like whatever he was, was actually like a Nazi. Like, <laughs> Stormfront. Yeah, yeah. No, like, the whoever Stormfront was like working for, like the founder of Vought, like the original founder well, was well, like. Vought himself was a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like uh, Vought, like the guy that founded it was actually like a Nazi, just like like the Walt Disney. <laughs> so, but yeah, what were you going to say, David? Uh, I was just going to say, I also like it because uh, it kind of gets into every aspect that you can think of, you know, like, yeah, it gets into politics of both present and the past, uh, with all the stuff with soldier boy during like the cold war and like, and the fact that like the government was paying them to go to Nicaragua and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that there's a congresswoman who's secretly a soup too and blowing people's heads up, you know? Um, but just the way it gets into everything. And then I like the way that it makes fun of, even like political commentary that happens in like our world, you know, where mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name? What's the what's the Flash's name in there? Oh, um, A Train. Yeah, how A Train does that Pepsi commercial, kind of how what's your name did. <laughs> yeah. Bro. And, and then and then when they did the one where like all the celebrities are singing. Yeah. Oh, that made or whatever. Laugh. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny. A Train is like. The whole season three arc of A Train was great because it was so real. And it's like, yeah, here comes like, a, okay, so like A Train obviously like is a black character. Like he's the speedster in the show and he's black. And like he's trying to come off as like a guy that like grew up on the streets and like is for the people. And he's so not. Like he's such a clout chaser and is only like trying to improve his brand and shit like that and he's so easy to see through it's so real like like how many celebrities do we know that are just like that it's so real and oh my god um i just remember the scene where, hunter do you remember the scene i think it was in the first season when he went to visit like the make-a-wish kid or whatever dude and he, I was... <laughs> he was like i'll help you outrun anything help me outrun cancer yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I don't think he's, and the kid was like, oh, you got A-Train to show up? Like, I wanted Homelander. He was like, uh, Homelander is like on a mission. Maybe next year. And the doctor just looks shit, looks at him and shakes his yeah. head. I was like, this is so f***ed up. Oh my God. Um, yeah, no, the show is, the show is great. I want to get into season three of it a little bit because um, season three like the season three, I feel like was still political, but they got so into the relationships of like each of the characters because, especially with the introduction of like the temp V or whatever it was, and that like yeah. it kind of reminded me of in Falcon Winter Soldier how like some like when when they like recreated the super serum and it was like a debate like whether people should take it or not, like how. Falcon was like, no, I'm not going to take the super serum. And like, because it just amplifies whatever's in you, you know? And like, uh, Falcon was like, no, I'm not going to take it. And uh, what's his name? The uh, whatever, the, the dude that who took over as Captain America for a while, like he did take it. And obviously it turned him like kind of crazy. And the Temp V kind of reminded me of that because Butcher took it. And obviously, like, once Butcher took it, he was basically like Homelander. <laughs> like there wasn't much of a difference between the two. But someone like MM uh didn't want to take it, you know, and it kind of reminded me of uh yeah, that like that uh that storyline in Falcon Winter Soldier, how with the super serum and stuff. But um and the introduction with not well, they had introduced him before, but uh Homelander's son, what what's his name? Jason? James or 
Jake? So, I um, don't remember. The kid's such a f- I don't remember. <laughs> Whatever the kid's name, but like us finding out that um, Homelander is like technically the biological son of Soldier Boy and that uh, that that's that ending fight between everybody at the Vought Tower was so good because it was such a smart play for Homelander to bring in it, Ryan. That's his name. It's Ryan. Yeah. Um, it was such a smart play for Homelander to bring in Ryan in that. And it was such a twist because I thought I was like, damn, they're finally like going to kick Homelander's ass like uh, Butcher and and Soldier Boy and, and Queen Maeve. Like they're going to finally kick Homelander's ass. And then he brought um ryan out and i thought soldier boy was gonna be the one to switch sides because he's like now i have a son and a grandson but it was butcher who actually helped homeland it, it was such a good climax to the end of the, the season finale i just yeah the show's so damn good very graphic but very good yeah yeah that's um, also what put me out for a little bit too was just how graphic it is because it's there's some parts in it where you're like, God damn, you know, like people it's getting their not, heads blown off. It's and, not uh, worse than um Justice League Apocalypse. Yeah, but you're talking animated compared I don't know, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. This is live, live action. action. I don't know, yeah. It's pretty yeah, and, and this thing definitely has a lot more graphic parts. I mean Yeah, not just I the violence. Say too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just yeah. the Hero violence. Gasm. Like, yeah, not even that, but like the one where the the guy that can become really small goes into something and then blows up. Yeah, and then that oh, that and termite. Yeah, and that yeah. like I mean, hero gasm is an absurd concept as it is. Like, <laughs> like that. Yeah, so it it is definitely a very graphic show. Um, but I mean, that's how it would be with superheroes in real life when people can just fucking like snap people in half and throw you through buildings and shit like that like it's that's how it would be you know um but yeah i mean that's that's really all i got on it i don't want to spoil too much because i want people to i want people to go and watch it but yeah the show is the show's fantastic i can't say enough good things about it y'all got anything else y'all want to add i think i'm good okay um, I guess we can talk about the boys season four when that comes out. Um, eventually. Uh, okay, yeah, let's jump into uh some Marvel. Uh, Black Panther two. Uh, Wakanda Forever is coming out literally this weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm very cautiously excited about this just because it's gonna be very bittersweet. I I've already seen like. Reports that it's a very touching, like tribute to Chadwick Boseman, and I'm like, oh, here we we're gonna have to open this wound again. Like it's here we go. But I mean, it seems like it's gonna be really good. Um, yeah, you guys uh, excited for Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever? Oh yes, I already got my tickets. I'm going Thursday at nine. Can't wait to see my boy N- Namor. That's gonna be dope. I'm very excited. Yeah, I actually have a. I got invited to see I'm not going to see it until Sunday evening, but that's because I got invited to like a private screening at Universal AMC actually to see it. Um, so y'all can't be spoiling on Twitter. Um, David. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spoil all of it. Damn. Um, oh, I know. But yeah, what about the rest of you guys? You guys looking forward to it? Yeah, I mean... I'm kind of excited to see it. Like you were saying, I'm, it's going to be bittersweet with Chadwick. Um, I've been seeing like some screenshots of the Ironheart character and mm-hmm. uh, the, it, it, they look like a freaking Power Ranger, if I'm being honest. but <sighs> I forgot still, Ironheart was going to be in this. I, I did too until I saw the picture. And you know what she looks like? She looks like Scissor from Pokemon. If you know what it is, you know, and you got the mental image. If not, go Google it. That's exactly what it looks like. Um, is Ironheart? Um, Mon? No. Yeah, is Ironheart Monica Rambo's? Uh, Monica. Wait. No. Who's Ironheart again? 
thought Ironheart was Tony Stark's kid. It's Morgan? It's not Morgan, mm-hmm. right? She's not old enough to be Ironheart. Here, well, Ironheart, ha- no, I, I was about to say, Ironheart's like a whole different character. Isn't her name like, um, damn, what's her name? Oh, she's like a... Isn't damn, she the character like, okay, remember Captain Marvel's friend? No, no, she doesn't have anything to do with that. Isn't I was about to say, isn't it a different doctor? character? Oh. Huh. Nobody gonna well, Google this? Uh, you want me to I'm, Google this? I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Her name is Riri. She's a... That's right. Riri Williams, right? Yeah, she's just a... She has no relation to Tony. She's just a super, super smart person that graduated from, like, MIT when she was 15. Oh. And she sees Tony Stark's suit, so she starts building her own. Tony notices it and kind of just takes her under his wing. Interesting how that will turn out now that Tony's not there. But, um... Huh, yeah, that's actually a kind of a Wait, big why, story. Where's, where's Tony? What? Come on, man. <laughs> um, that's actually kind of a big storyline to weave into a movie like this. Because we don't know anything about her, right? Um, sorry, sidetrack. David, don't check Twitter. Um, but yes, why no, we don't know. I didn't post anything. Um, but no, we don't know... She hasn't been introduced yet in anything before this, so this is going to be her first time on the big screen. Okay, makes sense. Um, yeah, Bodie, what about you? You excited for uh, Black Panther two? Uh, I mean, less excited without Chadwick, but um, I know, man. And he had to yeah. leave us with Letitia, right? God, jeez, uh, <laughs> damn, uh, that's some hater shit right there, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> The, I I'm just like I don't. Uh, she's uh, I yeah. miss Chadwick, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it's not just that though. I mean, really, it sucks without Chadwick. Uh, yeah, you know. But um, I don't know. I don't really know at all where the storyline's supposed to be going. So um, I like like I'm sure it's something I'll see, but I'm not like super fired up about it or anything. I uh, are they are they. Tying in uh, Fat W stuff to this? Why? Because Captain America's black now? (laughs) Because the Wakandans were in. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's a good point. I forgot about that. The Wakandans were in that show. I mean, they kind of, I guess they kind of just wrapped it up by taking Homeboy. Zemo, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but, he did go. I completely forgot about that. That's a good, that's a good point, actually. I wonder if, I wonder if the Zemo thing is going to come into play. Maybe. I mean That'd be cool. I liked him. He's a cool character. He is a cool character. Um yeah, that's a good point. I mean, maybe it will tie in somehow like that. Um I'm I mean, I I'm sure David can touch on this more, but like the name or I just that that's gonna be so dope. Like oh, yeah. to see I, I can't wait to see what their like what their world, the underwater world like looks like. Um especially cause like I mean, we've it's well documented. Like none of us are fans of like Aquaman the movie, and one reason is because like the underwater looks awful, and so I'm I'm really interested to see how they're gonna do that with this. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, I guess the underwater stuff is always kind of tough. But from the trailer, it looks like a lot of it is just like above ground, anyways. I mean, I would do that if I was them. Like, if you make the underwater look too realistic then it's like clunky and you can't do anything yeah no that's yeah and it's like okay what are we just talking in air bubbles and everybody's hair is weirdly floating around (laughs) it's like okay what is this like i don't want to see this it's not aesthetically pleasing to watch but yeah um that's gonna be exciting because you said they like they're supposedly like kind of changed like the origins of like namor and them right yes he went yeah no yeah they definitely changed up everything what was it? He went from he's like an Aztec god now. Um, yeah, I mean that's what it's looking like. It looks like it looks like uh, Atlantis was like some kind of Mesoamerican civilization, and I don't know, maybe they went underground or something after colonization or something like that. That's what it looks like because his his name is uh is like that Aztec language. What is it called? It's like Nahuatl or something like that. So 
I don't know. I don't know what everything's going to be, but that's what it seems like. It would have been I cool gotta, for them. Oh, go ahead. Buddy. I was going to say, I got to put a quarter in the David says colonize. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. We're going to be rich. Um, <laughs> I your own money. That's going in there. Yeah. I'm going to be rich. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the, um, I, they should have, it would have been cool to see them introduce Namor and them. Maybe not like introduce, but maybe kind of like, I don't know, some kind of Easter. Maybe they did. I don't know. But in Eternals, just because um, all that, like, I mean, all the half of Eternals was flashbacks. So it would have been cool to see uh, like Namor or something show up in there and then see him again pop up here like as the main villain. That would have been cool. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for uh, this. Yeah, it's going to be sad without Chadwick. I really, I wonder, I wonder if like Letitia Wright is going to stay, like the little sister Shuri is going to stay as the Black Panther. Are they going to like introduce anybody else? No, I think she will. Ugh. <laughs> Can it at least be like Lupita Nyong'o or somebody like that? I don't. God, you being a hater. I just. Uh, she showed her uh, ass uh, during uh, the uh, pandemic. That's all I'm gonna no, say. Yeah, she was annoying. Yeah. She didn't yeah. even want to wear a mask or nothing. That's. I mean, so? It's just like I mean, for one, like we're f- straight up fumbling the bag. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you're telling me I'm about to be the head of like the Black Panther franchise now, and like, yeah, I don't. We don't have to get into that, but yeah, I'm not Wait. a fan of hers. Um. But yeah, I'm just wondering if any. Do y'all think uh, Killmonger will show back up? Do y'all think he's actually dead? No, nah, I think dead. he's dead, dead. Yeah, I think no. he's dead, dead. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, that's I'm all I got. Sure he's dead. But I, I don't think they'll bring him back in this movie. I just yeah. can't see Michael Jordan wanting to do like or Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> it's funny without the B. I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, <laughs> no, I know. It's just funny without the B, though. It is. <laughs> Yeah, I just can't see him wanting to like sign on to multiple Marvel movies, which is what they do now for everything. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty busy too. Like he just he's doing his directorial he, debut with Creed three. So I mean, he could do a I don't want to say cameo, but you can't yeah, do a cameo with Killmonger. Really, sure, he can pop back up. He he's Drive gonna be the end credits. How much y'all want to bet? The end credit scene. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm officially over in credit scenes, by the way. Dude, I Even am too. Still, it's just somebody. I'm watching Andor, and I'm like, hold on, hold on. Like, watch this draw. Like, don't turn it off yet. Hold on. <laughs> I know. And like, now they're like, the in credit scene is just some random character showing up and being like, let's talk. And like, I, like these aren't even <laughs> interesting anymore. We need like, to talk. yeah, we need to talk. Like, literally, like, <laughs> I'm like, these aren't even or, interesting. Or like, they anymore. walk in. And the character they walk in on doesn't turn around, and they're like, "I've been expecting you." Yeah, like I, <laughs> it's not even like they used to be cool. Now I'm like, it's not even. I don't, I don't give a. I don't even remember a cool one. I, uh, I'm trying to think. What was a cool post credit scene? That would be that, actually. That's not a bad like topic for later on, like the best post credit scenes or whatever. Um, I just told you I hate them all, so I don't know how I want to participate. One of the best ones is still. Thanos saying, fine, I'll do it myself. That one, I mean, I guess, but that one, like that whole, because I was at the end of uh, the Avengers Age of Ultron, I'm pretty sure. And that whole movie was just a setup for Infinity War and shit, So, like, I, I don't know. That's um, fair. But I, I think, I like the phase one once, but maybe that's just because it was new and like I don't I don't know it was like yeah. the first ones we got because I used to get so hyped like I remember at the end of at the end of the first Iron Man they had the post credit scene and it was like Agent Coulson pulling up like in the New Mexico desert and there was a hammer stuck in the ground or some shit like that and then uh, I remember at the the post credit scene of the first Hulk movie. Like General Ross was like just chilling in a bar, and Tony Stark walks in and is like, "Yeah, I uh, got some people. I think I want you to meet." I don't know. I guess those aren't even cool. They were just like the first ones, so I don't know. No, no, the uh, yeah. I mean, they were really cool in the beginning, but yeah, 
Yeah, no, no it's just, just like, like we gotta talk. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Let's talk about the Avengers Initiative. Oh, the that one was hype, bro. Mm, I yeah. can't lie. That one, that one was hype as. F- uh, but yeah, even that was even not even like cool or clever. It's just f- like it was just the first one. We were gonna get the f- Avengers. So, um, yeah, that's all I got for uh, Black Panther. We're gonna recap that on the next pod. Um, you guys got anything else to add for that? When's that coming out? This weekend. Oh. Um, oh, one one thing I am interested about is they did say Namor is supposed to be as strong as Thor. So I don't know how Black Panther was really supposed to fight that. I thought he played soccer for Brazil. I, I hate knew you. someone was going to make that joke. I could, <laughs> I didn't know which of you was it going to be, but I knew someone was going to do that. You know, I really thought David was going to make it. I'm kind of surprised it was Cody, <laughs> but... Oh, I just saw that screen cap of the iron heart you just sit in there yeah that does not look great hopefully uh, no i know That's what I was like, uh. hopefully yeah it looks better on the big screen but uh yeah, that it does won't. not look great it <laughs> <laughs> um well yeah i am excited for it um it's gonna be hard without chadwick but um we'll uh we'll persevere um all right, yeah, let's move on to some uh, Star Wars. Um, Episodes 8 and 9 of uh, Andor just dropped um, the past couple weeks since the last episode. Let's uh, jump into it because, boy, uh, the prison industrial complex, anyone? Uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's dive you know, into it. I'm not going to say it. Uh, um, I don't. Oh God! I'm not gonna say it. Then don't say um, it. And don't yeah, say then it. just say it. Yeah, just don't. Never mind. Uh, well, yeah. Carry what on. did you What did you guys think about these uh, past two episodes? Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be Mike completely Bueller? honest. Um, I haven't seen him yet. I don't know what it is about this show. Like every time I watch it, I really like it. But I, for whatever reason, cannot stay on track with watching these episodes. I don't know what it is. But yeah, uh, well, that brings up a f- bigger problem before I guess before we get into the episode, I guess that's a good segue because I actually wanted to talk about how this show has like the lowest ratings. It, it's like the highest critically acclaimed show out of all of them, but has like the lowest viewership out of any of the shows. And honestly, I'm worried about that because. I mean, as we all know, Disney unfortunately listens to that kind of stuff, and yeah, we're not going to get another series like this. Yeah, I mean, the like, good thing is they're already working on season two. They are yeah. already working on season two, but yeah, I'm afraid that they're not even going to do another series like this because they're going to be like, oh well, this proves we can't do a show unless there's a Jedi or somebody swinging a lightsaber or something like <laughs> Boba Fett or some like yeah. name brand character or something like that. So I saw. A tweet earlier that was you know essentially the idea was people today don't have like they don't have the attention span and they can't appreciate a filler episode or a filler part of a movie or because like they don't appreciate character development and all that kind of stuff and like internal conflict which takes time and like is not outwardly exciting looking and stuff like that like I don't know. People can't appreciate that these days because everyone's attention span is so short. I know I sound like, you know, the old man yelling at the cloud, but because you um, are, but you know, everyone's used to short bursts of addictive media, you know, things that grab your attention for a second, then you move on to the next thing. And I think he's right. Like you, we, we talk about it all the time on the show and we hear you read the um, criticisms on like Twitter and stuff. When people say filler episode, or this was filler, this was filler. It's like, no, this is part of the story. It's just the, less exciting part of the story but this is still you know this is taking you from point a to point b um i don't know i think that's what's wrong with andor is not really not that andor's even been filler episodes i mean they've all been no they've all been gassed in my opinion like but they're but they're like i see why people kind of would see them that way because they are slow and it is a lot of dialogue which is what i love i love dialogue but um, and like we talk about, uh, we've talked about the last couple of pause, like it's just tense, quiet, um, you know, people whispering and, you know, there's no explosion, there's been explosions, but you know, there's no shooting, there's no, 
you know, it's none of that. Shit. It's just like arguments and internal conflicts. And, um, I don't know. I, so I, I, I don't you sound think like Martin Scorsese, is, but he, the thing is he's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the problem is the show. I think the problem no. is the people. And I know no, that's not like, again, that's old man. Yelling at the, like, am I out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, just to add to your, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Uh, all I was going to say is if you think Andor's filler, go watch like Naruto or Dragon Ball Z now. That's filler. Like, this, that, that's the thing. Like, people that watch those shows, like, appreciate the art of, like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it anime if that's not anime, but you know what I mean? No, like they appreciate no, they all that kind of stuff. And like, uh, mm. I feel like people don't really appreciate like film and filmmaking. And like I was saying, like character development and like, um, I don't know, a uh, there's full script no, instead of cutting out the slow parts. There's no reason. And I love Robert Rodriguez. And well, This isn't even like on Robert Rodriguez because he was clearly – I mean, not even like it, like he was clearly not given like the autonomy, like uh, in control that like the Gil Gilroy's were given for Andor for as uh, Robert Rodriguez was given for Boba Fett. But like, there's no reason Boba Fett should have more people watching it. The book of Boba Fett should have more people watching it than Andor. There's no reason. Well, well, I agree with you, like having seen both the shows, I agree with you. But also, I can understand why Boba Fett would have a lot. I mean, it's a show about, but you know, just if just think about being like an even an older Star Wars fan. Someone's like, "Hey, I got a show about Boba Fett or a show about Cassian Andor." You know, most people are gonna be like, "Boba Fett, yeah." Not that I mean, I guess you could watch both. So that's maybe not that great of a point. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not surprised Boba Fett did better. I, I mean, I, I you basically gave like a longer version of what Scorsese's problems with movies are today and like the post MCU, like blockbuster world that we live in. It's like those movies are kind of like theme parks, especially like, and I mean, nothing's wrong. Like I love theme parks, so it's nothing wrong with that. But like stuff is now getting boiled down to like the word content. And like this show does not feel like, content like Bo- book of boba i don't hate to pick on big bo- uh the book of boba fett but like i it it's it, it that the book of boba fett to me feels like content and this feels like a true like tv show you know like this, no i agree boba I, fett was fun this is good yeah like exactly and i uh it's even like and i love the man i even think andor is better than mandalorian i I love the Mandalorian, but it, I, I just I don't I don't get it. Like the Andor, Andor is like if you mixed like House of Cards and like I I don't even know like the f- Wire as well. Like I I don't like this show is so damn good. I just I don't yeah I don't I don't. It, it's really disappointing. I hope Disney doesn't stop making shows like Andor because the viewership is down for it. And I don't know how that gets fixed, to be honest. So I do want to talk about the prison. Sorry, David. At some point, I want to talk about the prison and stuff, not just the theme of this, but okay. Yeah. yeah. We can get into the actual show. It's just Hunter segue that like he wasn't right. Right. I, I I want to read out this tweet. Um, (laughs) David, you put this tweet in the, uh, uh, in our group. And I thought it was so well said. I'll shout out who tweeted this. At Res Dolph uh, tweeted this. He said, What it all comes down to is that episode nine of Andor didn't need a single blaster shot, lightsaber, or explosion to have me the most energized I've been for Star Wars in years. All it needed was character, tension, and a perfectly executed final line. That's why we watch. And that's like a perfect encapsulation of what this show has been and perfectly said of why people have not been watching it because like he said, there wasn't even in the, this episode nine was so good and there wasn't even a blaster shot lightsaber or an explosion in it. And that's why people aren't watching. So 
Well, they did deep fry an entire floor full of inmates, but yeah, I see. What I you guess mean. it's they didn't show that though. So to me, that was when the guy is signing across to the other side, and the guy, like you know, the guy on the other side, you can see how frantically he's saying yes. something. Yeah, and he's talking about there's something on level two, something's not right on level two. So to me, I thought about the guy on the other side who's trying to tell him, like he watched that whole floor get fried, like yeah. he saw that shit. Oh my god! And then. Uh, it's crazy. And they're talking about the dude that got released from level four that got sent back, just up, reappeared in level two. And like, basically you're here till they want you gone. And then, Oh my God, not everything about that episode. They euthanize the guy at the end. Like, I that's know. Crazy. This oh is my, Disney. like a dog. Like <laughs> I know, like he was yeah. a, like he was a dog. I, Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the actual episode. Not the f- business side of things. Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, we uh, Hunter, you said you haven't gotten to it yet. Um, spoiler alert to oh, yeah, anybody who, Hunter. spoiler alert to anybody who has not gotten to it yet. But we're about to spoil the sh- review the sh- out of this. Um, yeah, what? Let's jump into it. It's what did you weird. guys think about episode eight and nine? Yeah, I like. They were really good. I think everything that's been going on with the prison was just awesome, and the way that um, what's his name? What's that guy's name? The one that was uh, Caesar or whatever. Uh, Andy, Andy Circus, yeah, Andy Circus. The way yeah. that the way that he can show emotions on like by not even saying anything, just his facial expressions is wild. It, that's why he's made a career those, out of motion capture, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because whenever all those, whenever like the rumor was going around, like you can see the tension and yeah, you can see how scared he is, and he's like, "All right, guys, like this is just a rumor," you know, and it, yeah. you can see how he like doesn't even believe himself, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just everything, everything he's doing is just so good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like it's what you said, you know, it sucks that people can't handle it being a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've liked all of it. Like, especially that last episode, I, I felt the same tension watching that episode as I did when I was watching, um, um, damn, uh, what's that Netflix show? The, um. The one with the red hoods. I can't think of the name right now. Uh, Squid Games. Whenever I was watching oh, okay, Squid Games, gotcha. yeah. you know that tension you feel where like you don't know when people are going to die, when people are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, like how good the dialogue is. Like that's how I felt. And then don't even get me started on Home uh, Homegirl. She's so scary, man. I'm like, oh my god, Deidre. That actress yeah. is so good. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so not gonna scary. lie. She's kind of doing it for me. All right. Um, <laughs> but she's so scary i mean when like the way that they're making the empire just look like straight up just nazis you know the, the part when the the part when old girl says you wouldn't believe me anyway would you and she she's says like, no nah, i guess not yeah. i suppose not yeah like, oh like, my dark ass like no she and the way oh my god yeah because when they originally brought bix in there and she was like, oh, well, before they brought her in there and they had the other dude, what was his name? Salm or something like that. Um, whoever oh, the snitch yeah. was, um, they had him in there first. And the guy was like, do you want us to move him out of here? And she was like, no, I want her to see it. And then like, uh, and then when they brought Bix in there, she was like, oh, my God, get him out of there. Like, what are you doing? Like, it was a mistake. I was like, oh, my God, she is so manipulative. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it is insane. She is so manipulative. But um, yeah, she's she's fantastic, man. Oh my, and like, yeah, which one of y'all brought up like Nazi Germany, which was like what the empire is based off of. Yeah. But to have Yeah, but it's, I, it's what, just like full fascist mode. Yes, you know, like they're what, taking people into secret rooms and interrogating them and you know, like the they basically have like the Gestapo, the, you know. What's the they're putting people name? in prison in prison for free slave labor? Yeah, and, like, literally boosting their uh, sentences and all that kind of shit. Doubled everyone sentence who was already in prison for no reason. What's the uh character's name? Um Cyril, that's his name. Uh the dude. That guy is like I think you said it off air. He's like Hitler youth, man. Like so much to the point. Um so much to the point that even Deidre, like he was like so blinded by like the fascist control and power of the empire that even like he's like obsessed. And even he, when he was talking to Deidre 
And she was like, you cannot see me like again. Like you need to get out of here. Like she, the look on her face was like, this motherfucker is insane. Like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, like he straight up weird, like, man. That scene gave me the heebie-jeebies. Dude, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh my, they didn't even, that was literally just two people talking in a hallway. And like, it was such the, a good scene. Like, the way both of them handled it was so weird. Cause like, obviously he was being weird and like her not blowing him up and like whispering and like. You know, like, basically, if I see you again, I'll get you arrested. Like, why wouldn't you just have him arrested? You're, like, literally fucking people. But for- like, literally, it's, like, she is, like, weirded out and, like, kind of disturbed. But also, but, at the same time, she's like, yeah, oh, this is, yeah. okay, what do we got here? Like, at the like at the acting in this show is also so good. Yeah, like, but go ahead, my bad. I don't remember who was talking. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. I thought you were going to say more. I mean, I could say a lot more, but... um. <laughs> I, I love, again, this kind of goes back to like the beginning when he talks about how they're so fat and happy that, you know, every, like when he started, when he's yelling, nobody's listening. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh my, like, I love how he's like, because, I, I mean, I guess he has different ways of knowing, but it's like he, he's the only one that realizes how, you know, it's like I always, not just me, everyone says this, but like this thing about TSA at the airport, mm-hmm. how they call it like security theater. Like, you know, they're not really finding every gun or, drug or whatever that gets on an airplane they're not but they want you know you think they are and like you think you can't get a gun onto a plane you probably could but you think you can't and that's the whole point and like uh that's how like the empire is with you know these people it's like they just assume they can't do because you know they were told they can't so and this show's been hammering in that point like it's been because like even even luthan it was said like the empire is tightening their grip on us and it's been tight for so long we're starting to not notice and it's like that like yeah. in this prison like it's like he's like nobody's listening like we can say whatever the fuck we want nobody's listening and it's yeah. like the empire doesn't even think they're capable or doesn't think or doesn't even care that they're capable of uh, they're capable of like doing anything or having any success against them and i'm yeah. like i did it's the subtle ways said, all, that they, they, all they got to do is turn this floor on twice a day and we all fall in line and yada, yeah yada, like <laughs> literally yeah and that, that it's yeah they've been hammering that point in in the show and i yeah it, the subtle ways they've been hammering that into like the obviously I, I mentioned in that tweet the ending line of the show like he's like how many he asked him so many times how many yeah. guards are no, on each floor floors. and then at, finally at the end he said yeah like never more than 12 and let's talk because uh, you brought up Andy. One of y'all brought up Andy Circus before. Um, when they euphonized, um, what was his name? Uh, uh, I don't. Yeah, the old man. When they when they yeah. euphonized him, um, like the whole time, Andy Circus's character. What what's his name? Uh, Kino. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, whole yeah, yeah. the whole time, Kino. Was like no, like he because they were like he's had a stroke, like we can't do anything for him. And the whole time, Kino's like, dude, he's got like forty five shifts, like like he's got like forty five days left in here. Like, what do you just just get him on his feet so he can get out of here? And like me, the whole time is like he's not even really concerned about the well being of this old man. He's trying to make sure he's gonna get out of there. Yeah, exactly. And he's yeah. like, dude, like please get him up. Like. It, it, he has 45 days left. Like I have like a year left. Like, please get him up. Like we, there has to be an end in sight to this. Like, but he didn't even say that, but you could tell from like his face and like the acting like the, but that's really what he was scared of. And when he was like, dude, trust me, we're never getting out of here. Yeah. That was the breaking point for him. And, and or didn't have to say anything else. He's just like, how many guards on each level? He's like, no, never more than 12. That was, uh, all yeah, time hard line really cool. in Star Wars, like <laughs> that. Oh, dude, I can't. But I've been yapping enough. Y'all go ahead. Or just the, uh, even the medic is like, you know, basically like I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said the same thing. Like I'm not going to tell you the shit that I've seen, but you're never getting out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. essentially is what he what he's getting at. But he's like even afraid to say that to him. Like, <laughs> oh man, crazy. One real real quick, David, before you go, uh, just because we were kind of talking about. Um, one thing that was like a really small part that I, I don't know if it's going to stay a small part or it's going to come back to mean something, but it was so tense. I, I, I kind of knew it wasn't going to go where they were trying to make you think it was going to go, 
But when the elevator comes down and he's like, we can do it now. Let's not wait. Oh, Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and I was like, oh, shit. Are they I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Are they about to break out right now? <laughs> Boy, they're yeah. going to fry your ass bacon burnt. Do yeah. not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like rubbery burnt bacon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, him and that dude. Uh, so now that he's working with Andy, or apparently seems like he's going to be working with Andy Circus. Like, I wonder what that's going to mean with him and that other guy. And, uh, um, uh, I don't know. I, that, that, that it's interesting. They put that in there. Like it, it was such a short little small part, but I feel like they wouldn't have done that for no reason. Like there's gotta be some, so I'm guessing they are going to try to escape that way. Yeah. The next episode's probably going to be a breakout and it's like, they can, if they galvanize like everybody together, they can do it. Like they don't have enough. Like, I mean, they obviously got to get around them, like deep frying the floor. But like, I was gonna it, say that's the <laughs> that's uh, yeah, obviously that's the holdup. But they they could do it. Like if you galvanize everybody together, but that's like that's the empire's plan. Like we were talking about, like is they to, to make them think like you can't. It's in, you're incapable of doing that. Like it's not. There's no chance, and it's worked up to this point. Um, David, were you finna say something? Yeah, sorry, I cut you off like five minutes. Oh, ago. Um, my bad. Oh, I just. Whenever they were saying about, let me see if, what y'all think, because I was trying to understand it. Because remember when the guy's like, oh, you know, get your people in line because they fried that whole other group. Mm. They fried them because they sent a guy who had supposedly been released to a different group, right? And then they found out or what happened? I was trying to understand that. Yeah, that's what they said. He got he was supposed to be released, and then they basically, from the way I understood it, they just took him from level four down to level two. Yeah, and then I th- the that's level what I two thought. People like... found out, right? Well, I'm sure he told him when he got there. I'm sure he was screaming and shit, and then everyone pro. The way I see it in my mind is he's making a big deal, then everyone starts to riot when they figure out they're never getting out of there either. And yeah, then they yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I'm like, I'm like, is that what they're doing to everybody, or was it just some kind of mistake? See, that's actually a good question because if they were doing that to everybody, then Every day that would be happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, do they usually kill these people or something? And then they just like mistakenly threw him in the, you know, in another spot or like. But at maybe the same time they're also, they're also lengthening sentences for no reason. So I mean, they could always do that too. So like, you know, homeboy that we saw get euthanized, like they just literally worked him till he died. Yeah. So I, mean, I was about to say maybe it's, or like you said, the, um, the doctor was kind of like, like, yeah, he was inferring like you wouldn't believe the shit I told you, you know, like maybe that's it. Maybe they're just euthanizing motherfuckers as soon as their sense is over. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know, you know, there's no, yeah, there's no telling what they're doing to them or like you said, but that is so fucked that like, yeah, it, instead of getting released, like it's actually, yeah, we just sent him to another level or whatever well, like and, even the sentencing like yeah like they, they could just walking. say they could just say yeah like we extended your sentence and you're going to a different level like well, i mean even the original one they're like you're accused of this and he's like i didn't do that and they're like too bad six years yeah, yeah so, <laughs> exactly. there's no there's no trial or proof or and anything, there's just, and yeah like that that's another th- i mean david you said on our last episode that this is what happens when like um like in, in the prison industrial complex like when there's so many prisoners and you're filling up private prisons this much it's like they just start sentencing motherfuckers automatically like without any yeah. there's no trial or anything like that and um like I, there's no one to check the um and i like because i want to get into mon mothma side of things too there's no one to check the empire like there's no, there's a galactic senate that doesn't do anything. Like Mon Mothma is like every day going into the council chambers and like pleading for them to like start some new policy that's like will give people like some humanity. And everybody's just ignoring them and literally leaving. Like they don't care. So like there's nobody to check the. There's literally no. The empire can do whatever the f- they want. Like there's nobody I mean, to check her, the yeah. empire. She's, she's been stealing hundreds of thousands of credits and yeah. nobody's noticed until they're i guess now they're about to maybe but and like, just because they're stealing so much yeah like the, now like the yeah like no one's even noticed to that but yeah there's there's no one to check the empire like they can do whatever they want besides a couple rebel factions here and there stealing random equipment and stuff there's no one to check the empire like they can literally 
do whatever they want. There's no trial. There's no nothing. Like you, they can do whatever the f they want. Yeah, sure. It's f and like even down to like specific areas of the galaxy, like you know, like the people that um, whatever we're seeing in this in this series, whoever this group of people is, you know, that's not the entire empire. So that's like one little section making decisions about one little section of the. Like they didn't even get permission to do that. They just did it. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. I don't know. It's and um, I want to know. I don't think they will, and I know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention Palpatine. Um, I don't think they will, but I I kind of want to see Palpatine show up for a scene in this because it would make sense in this. Yeah, it, it would make sense in this. Just, I mean, but like no one ever sees the Emperor, so it like some people don't even think he exists. Like some people's like thought of like the highest ranking member of the Empire is like uh. Tarkin, you know, like I, uh, they, they, some people don't even think Vader exists, you know, or don't even know who he is, like, let alone the Emperor, because like no one ever sees him. Yeah. But Mon Mothma worked so closely, like, and it's a, uh, <laughs> I was thinking the other day, I was like, I wonder what Padme would be like in the Empire. Like, what, what would she, I, I assume she would be doing similar things as Mon Mothma, maybe a little bit more reckless, because she was like that. But I wonder what she would be like in the Empire. But, anyways, um she was like that yeah she was okay um <laughs> i want it because mon mothma worked closely with palpatine when he was the chancellor in the republic i kind of want to see them share a scene like it, it does he had he doesn't have to be there in person because i guess that wouldn't make too much sense but like maybe over a hologram him and like mon mothma have some kind of conversation because what would that be like for her to see Palpatine, someone she respected and adored at one point, like, would she even know he was the emperor or whatever? Like, I want to, I, I want to see what that dynamic would be like and what that would kind of do to her. Like, am I crazy? Also, he, he wouldn't blow his cover, but wouldn't he be able to like read her mind and know what she was really up to? I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I think don't she know. They Palpatine can't really can't read minds like that, though. Yeah, I, I was about to say, like, Jedi and Sith can't really read minds. They can more, they're more like vibe readers. Like, they can, yeah, they, like can, they can share they can thoughts. They can feel your thoughts, kind of. Like, I, I don't know about like reading your thoughts exactly and like knowing exactly what you're thinking, but I feel like I just remember that Grogu was pretty specific with uh, old snips about a couple of things. So, I like guess his name. She was kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a gray area. Maybe, maybe she could, uh, maybe he could, or something like that. I, Everything I in the Force is a gray area. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Like, I mean, the Jedi worked closely with Palpatine for how many years, and they never realized he was the Emperor. So, like, I, I don't know. Um, but even so, like, I feel like I, I would kind of want to see that because, like, how would that be to? have to speak to someone that like is the most evil person ever like uh, does she know he is i guess she wouldn't even know he's a sith and stuff too but like even outside the sith stuff like she knows he created this atrocious empire and she used to respect him and adore him you know so much so i think that would be interesting but um yeah i just want to throw that out there yeah no this is i can't even believe i'm saying this but I would like to see Palpatine in this. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to see Vader at all. Like, I don't want to see Vader. But just from the politics side of things, I would like to kind of see Palpatine show up. At least, like, in a well, hologram just, or something. That was my big problem say, with Palpatine to begin with in uh, that movie. Um, it was just that he wasn't supposed to be. Like, it just made no sense. It just it was so out of left field. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this would make sense. But Yeah. Um. I also okay. My last thing about Mon Mothma, I am excited to see her having to work. I forgot what the character's name is, but she's gonna have to work with a criminal, like oh, or yeah. like a gangster or whatever. Like at the end of the episode, they're basically uh, the guy that other politician that's working with her is like, okay, the only way we can like money launder basically like this amount of money is we're gonna need help from like a third party basically and it's like a gangster essentially and obviously we're getting into the area of like war that mon mothma is like super uncomfortable with and it's like she doesn't want to work with a gangster and she 
wants to keep everything clean and shit like that. It's like, no, babes, that's not how we're going to win this. <laughs> like, yeah. this is like the only way. So and he's I, like, yeah, you're not going to win without this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And literally, he didn't ask her. He was like, yeah, I've already set it up. Like, this is me telling you it's going <laughs> to. <Yeah. laughs> and he's coming to your house, too, by the way. I forgot he's like, have you that. talked to him already? He's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, this is the the politics side of things have been so good. Yeah, no. Uh, overall, just I'll kind of wrap it up. But overall, uh, this series is everything I wanted it to be. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, and literally, it, yeah. It it you know it's we talked about it so many times about what we hoped it was going to be or what we thought it might be or whatever, and you know we heard kind of the synopsis before. What I did not think it would be this uh real um and you know props to disney for not disneyfying it and you know no, i mean that, it is i guess a little i guess it could be worse but you know it's the necessary stuff you need to see you actually see um i mean you know like we talked about a couple episodes the first 15 seconds he smokes uh his a uh, couple of guys and like yeah. a couple of guards and like in rogue one he smokes his informant i don't know yeah I'm glad they. I'm glad they stuck with that. I'm glad Disney didn't. Um, it, this is everything I could have wanted. The Gilroys. I think you have the Gilroys to thank for this. Like Tony yeah. Gilroy is the one and came uh, that came up in Rogue One and like changed things and made it like darker. And he was like, "No, this is what we're gonna do." And he's the executive producer and like showrunner. I think behind this show too. So it's uh yeah they they're putting this foot they're putting their foot in this thing. Like uh I I can't. Oh, we have to before we. Uh, close out we have to talk about Saul Guerrero the scene with Saul Guerrero because oh my god there his conversation with Luthen was was fantastic yeah. oh my yeah. god I was so looking forward to that um yeah like just the whole it, it was like what we're talking about even because we we're talking about how like Luthen and Mon Mothma even were like kind of on the opposite sides of like how a rebellion should be created and how they should go about things and like you can even see, like Saul, dog Saul Guerrero is such a good character because I remember y'all remember um, what's the kid's name that was writing the manifesto on the heist? Um, I can never remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but anyways, um, like I remember like the his introduction. He was like it was his watch, like he was taking watch, and he had fell, fallen asleep. And I remember Skeen like woke him up and was like, if you were in Saul Guerrero's unit right now, he would have woke you up like with your head on a spike. Like that's like that's how real this is like get it. That's how real this is. Like he, he yeah, he's part of the quote unquote good guys, but that's how real it gets. And, I also uh, like how Saul Guerrero, he's just like, Yeah, you're not really about this shit, dude. <laughs> like yeah. like don't even like leave this to us. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> like, and uh, even even Saul Guerrero, like I I wanna know who this guy is that he's saying like he won't work with or something like that. And Saul Guerrero's like, No, I'll just take the money and you can keep that other guy. Like, I don't want him. Like he, he Yeah. I, I can't wait to see more of him. I hope he interacts with Andor some uh in this because we didn't get to see them interact in Rogue One. I also like oh, the yeah, way that sure. uh, Saul Guerrero talked about the different like political factions of the rebellion because he yeah. was like, oh, sh you know, she's a neo uh, neo Republican or whatever. And like he's this and he's that. And oh, like anarchy works in or, uh, I guess the other guy tells Saul Guerrero like anarchy works, you know, in your head, but it doesn't really work, you know. So seeing all the different factions of the rebellion and it'll be cool to see how they unite them, you know, like, I, I don't think Saul Guerrero ever unites, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, Moth, you know, how they figure out how to unite everybody together. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're going to show how Saul Guerrero gets asthma. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's, that's mm. hilarious. Wait, he, I, yeah, that's right. He didn't have that thing. Uh, he didn't have no. that thing on. Yeah. And this, uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> hilarious um, the whole time he was talking i kept waiting for him to <gasps> <gasps> he never did <laughs> oh that's funny Damn, um, for a show that has not that much stuff for what people say like that much going on i kind of forgot about saw guerrero already no that's why i was like, like yeah we that that was like <laughs> what because i had been waiting for him to show up in the show and like yeah the show's so good man it's yeah it's so good um but so yeah you said earlier you like 
you like it more than Mandalorian. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I really I, like Mandalorian. I, I, yeah, but see, this show is doing about, it for I don't me. know if I'm, I, I, I'll have to wait till the end of the season, at least, I guess, to say that. I think I'll, I do, but Mandalorian did a good job. Like that was man. Okay. My heart says Mandalorian because Mandalorian makes me feel things, but my brain says Andor because Andor is so, f-ing, so well done. Everything about it. I guess that's true. I think Andor makes me feel things more than Mandalorian. It's just Mandalorian was so, I mean, for one, like the shock factor of like having Grogu in that show was not like, that's hard to replicate, um, to be honest. But they also, I think they just created like one of the coolest i just think mando is such a cool character he he's like legitimately what boba fett was people think boba fett is yeah yeah like like mando is legit what people think boba fett is so i think they just actually did a service like to that character with mandalorian and um yeah i i don't know i the part of it is because like andor is the type of show i want to see on like the small screen like I, I'd much rather see like the pew pews and the vroom vrooms on the big screen. So like I, I, I don't know. Andor just really does it for me, like as a TV show. So that's, that's yeah, my, yeah. No, I hear you. But the uh, one comes out tonight, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or for uh, those listening last night. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, why you uh, snitching? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that I mean, that's all I got. Y'all got anything else to add? And I can talk about it all day. All right. Um, okay, yeah, that's all the time we got for today. Um, Bodie, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Cody S. Williams, as well as the entire show at the Fan Wars Pod. Um, David, uh, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at David Hidalgo44, a.k.a. Fire Josh McDaniel. <laughs> that's right that's right welcome to football um <laughs> and hunter uh give the people what they want where can they find you at uh you can find me my handle is at the end of the season three of the boys um it does track it so you do have to watch every episode but if you get to the final episode of season three my handle will pop up so Interesting. I don't that joke. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, you I'm can trying find to me. get people to watch the boys. <laughs> uh. Go watch the boys. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Great Josh B. Send your comments, questions, concerns to the aforementioned at the Fan Wars Pod. And yeah, thanks for tuning in to episode 68 of the Fan Wars Podcast. And we will see you guys in a couple weeks. <laughs>